Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hello, Governor, the podcast. And God damn it, we're just running into a lot of trouble today. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> Take three. Uh, we tried recording yesterday. Tom had to leave. I tried recording just a few minutes ago, and my power went out. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but just... since then, um, Nintendo Direct ha- happened, so we can talk about that now. Okay, so Nintendo, what did what 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 do you think? Um, why they were not bad, I think it was kind of weak and lackluster. They they couldn't be asked to be on the stage at E3. I thought I was disappointed in that, but at the same time, I'm like, I look, I look at their games coming out. I went, okay, let's let's play bingo here. Is there going to be a Mario game? Yes, of course. There's Mario Maker. <laughs> Is there going to be a Zelda game? There's a Zelda game. And is there going to be a Pokemon game? Oh my god, what is it? It's a Pokemon game. It's just like, hey, Tic-Tac-Toe, what are the games they're going to announce? Oh, it's the same shit they've been, they've been pushing out every fucking year. And here's the problem with Nintendo. Just stop relying on nostalgia. Like, because like I said, you know, nostalgia does not sell a product. Just look at Microsoft and the whole Conquer DLC. You know, there is no reason for that to exist other than to appeal to a certain demographic that, quite frankly, is too old to even remember said property. Yeah. I, th- I think the other thing that um, got to me as well is, like, they, they announced a new IP, though, which is which looks kind of interesting. It's the Ink one. The Squid I, That I, looks I, interesting. I, I, I saw that and I'm like, oh, hello, Plants vs. Zombies at Vet Warfare. I never, I haven't the, seen anything of it. Because if you haven't played that game, it's the exact same shit. Like, because it looks, it, it it looks like it. I haven't seen anything know? like it, but again, I haven't seen Plant vs. Zombie Warfare, but it looks very original to me. With the whole ink thing, I can't think of any other game that does that, personally. Epic Mickey. Yeah, but <laughs> but I'm t- I'm talking about like a second person shooter sort of thing, you know. Well, they're just they're just trying so hard because again, Nint- Nintendo really fucked themselves over because you know Wii U didn't perform as well as they had hoped because again <coughs> they re- they released it too early, not enough developers wanted to develop for it, and you know it's just dead now. No, I don't. I don't think third-party developers give a shit about the Wii U anymore. Oh, that's what I mean. I saw the. Um, that would mean that Ink game got caught my interest for it. I was really looking forward to that and everything like that. But um, the weird thing is that they they're still, as we are talking, they are still releasing information like like new content and stuff like that. And you heard what um, what was it? The creator of Mario and Zelda said. What did he say? He said there's a new Star Fox game coming out. <laughs> Till I see actual video proof of um, it. Yeah, um, he, at the end of the video, they blurred it out, but um, someone asked him a question, what game was he playing on there? He said, oh, that's a new Star Fox game that's currently in development. Wait and see. He, 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 he said it at the, um, what is it, Nintendo Treehouse thing at E3? I'm just I'm going to wait and see, because, you know, I... You know, I kind of need proof of you know well, he was, a new he was playing a new thing. Well, he was playing it, so I, I don't know. I, I I didn't see that, so it was it was on the E3 thing. 
Well, well, he's, uh-huh. he's Nintendo Direct, right? Oh. Well, mm. w- uh, apart from that, uh, as well, they announced new characters for Brawl. Two new, well, three new characters, well, two new characters and one returning new um, character. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, who? Because uh, I don't really, uh, give, cause I really don't give two shits. But... They got that chick well, from well. the Kid Icarus game, the new one, and I have no idea who the hell that is. Um, but apparently what I've been told, she's a pretty funny character in the game and pretty cool character, so hey, at least they're using different IPs, um, different characters from different IPs, you know, and the other one is um, Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man? Confirmed. <laughs> have you seen the trailer? Uh, is it is it like original Pac-Man or is it the shitty new 3D Pac-Man? Um, it's a bit of both, weirdly. He's special. He's actually turned into a giant Pac-Man. He to start chasing everyone around the board. <laughs> no, no, you got you got to see the trailer for yourself. But it's really cool. It's like you got the black eye, the the red boots, and everything like that. It's just, it looks really cool. It it I looked at it and I thought, okay, you know what? This it doesn't like they've done this well. Because the way they introduced it, it's like. It's like red, and it showed the red of Mario's cap, and then blue, and then it shows Sonic and Mega Man, and then it shows yellow, and it zooms up really close, and it zooms out, and you basically see the original Pac-Man logo there. And then, oh, and then you start seeing it fighting and everything like that. It uses it like he throws like the, the cherries at you and stuff like that, and also summons the ghosts. Hmm. Like pa- Pac-Man and Mega Man in, this, in a fighting game. Gee, where have I heard that before? <laughs> yeah, I think I know exactly you got to go from there. But and also the other thing I was quite happy about from Nintendo, they released two Sonic stuff, which I'm quite happy about. I I saw the trailer for that. That looks kind of interesting. That the, looks like back. Oh, the graphics the, are hard, are really improved from 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 the original first initial prototype trailer they released. Oh yeah, they're at least a little bit better polished now, as yeah. opposed to. As opposed to just like that fleeting little bit of stuff they showed in the first trailer, yeah. And and I I get it looks like it's back to the to 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 the you know to to the standard 3D thing as opposed to wherever the fuck Sonic Lost World was. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see how this is going to play because it looked like you could play as Sonic individually and then you could play as Sonic with his teammates as well. So. Um, for for those who don't know, you could play as, from from the look of it, you could play as Sonic and you could play as Knuckles, Amy and Tails all at once, and Sonic individually from the trailer and stuff like that. The humour's there, I've got to say. Like I did chuckle a little bit on some certain certain dialogues here and there. So, and also if we keep in mind, this might be a good Sonic game. Um, Sonic Team's not making this. <laughs> it's made by a team made by f- formal members of. Naughty Dog, Ubisoft, and I can't remember what the, who the other guy is, the other team that is formed of, but like very competent people, like people worked on Rayman and stuff like that, and um, Unenchanted and Jack and Dexter. Oh yeah, it's Zombiac, that's the other one. Hmm. So I'm curious. I'm, I want. I want to see this game. Hmm. Well, you know, again, it's it's just one of those things where it, it's. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of still on the fence about Nintendo. I'm kind of like, eh, you know, they they they're 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 trying to get back up from the hole they've dug, dug themselves into. And tr- truth be told, the past business the past business decisions they've made isn't like 
helping their reputation. I really, I was really, really concerned. I, I, I was one worried about them when, when it, when it started off with the whole robot trucking thing. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they commissioned. It was obvious that they commissioned them to do this, and I'm just like, why didn't they let them? Like half the jokes they made was insulting Nintendo themselves. So why would Nintendo do that? I, I don't even know. They say they got a press guy saying. They say, let me guess, you're going to release another Mario game again? And there was the <laughs> other one say, they say, come on, man, release Mother 3. And then Reggie eats a fire flower and burns him. The, burns him. <laughs> and that would have been funny if you actually hadn't released another fucking Mario game. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, again... Sony did it perfectly with uh, their take that to Microsoft, where they're like, "Oh, this is our new i thing, which you won't need to, to play your games." <laughs> oh yeah, that was a very good blow. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think Sony. We we talked about this yet again in a previous recording. Um, we agreed that Sony were the best one. Because again, they, they you know, it. Grim because Fandang- Grim Fandango. That's all I need. It's like, oh oh shit, you know. It was br- it, brutal. It's yeah. not. It's because here's the thing. I'm I'm more excited for that because they actually you know got Tim Schafer. talked about it. Yeah, they t- they talked about it on stage. They got Tim Schafer. He's been working closely with Sony to remaster it and you know completely redo the game. And it's his company that's just doing it. As yeah, well. yeah. It's not. It's not. I mean, I guess I'm more excited for that than Star Fox because t- Star Fox is like, oh, it's just a passing comment. Oh, I'm just playing the new Star Fox. Um, wouldn't it this been good to announce on E3? Maybe. You know, you know. Maybe, because, like I said, Nintendo are still releasing their information as oh, we okay. go, so just... maybe they're going to show some, so we just have to wait and see, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and, it's just, I don't know, like, I mean, because, because Sony, for me, felt like they sold me on a PS4. Yeah. Because, like, last year, I wasn't sold. I was like, yeah, you know, no backwards compatibility, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that Arkham Knight thing that they showed, actual gameplay, yeah. as opposed to just a pre... Because they could have easily just went up there and showed a pre-rendered trailer, okay. like they did previously. But they actually showed gameplay, and holy shit! Oh, the game looks <laughs> the game looks beautiful. And the, the one thing that everyone, I think, was shocked when Batman got down to the street level, he said, oh, you're going to have to run around. Nope, Batmobile turns up. <laughs> and it was the best of both worlds, I've got to say, because it's like you drive around like the classic Bat- Batmobile. Then you go into this like battle mode, which it basically turns into the Tumblr, which which I think is good. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and holy shit, the, the it looks amazing. Like I know, I I mean I know that you know graphics don't make the game, but holy shit, they put a lot of effort into making this look pretty. Yeah, like you said, the cape physics as well. Like the... yeah, oh my god, they've improved a lot since like. Uh, Arkham City, you know? Yeah, you can tell why now they didn't want to rush this game out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can wait now, and and it's like, okay, then, you you have my money now. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And of course, and of course, you know, and notice, like, all these third-party companies, they're like, oh, you get exclusive content only on the PS4. Yeah. Because, you know, Sony has, you know, become the, you know become the go-to guys because now that the PS4 is more, you know, developer friendly and it's easier to develop for than, you know, previous than the than the PS3, 
A lot of people are throwing their exclusive content on the PS4 as opposed to the Xbox. Well, I mean, Xbox sort of burnt their bridges towards the end of their lifespan on the Xbox 360. Like, they've upset a load of companies over the years, and one of them was Bungie, their biggest developer, who basically Sony opened up with. Yeah, with the Destiny. Yeah. I'm interested in the, um, what is it, the PlayStation TV thing, because that sounds like you've got a big back catalogue of all stuff you can see, so I'm interested in that. But, and also, you know, um, go back to Arkham Knight, and you remember when Scarecrow, it got interrupted by Scarecrow, when he's talking. Yeah. You know who that was, right? Who was that? Who was that? John Noble. Oh! Yeah. Huh. From Fringe. Uh, he, he was the voice. He was the voice of uh, Unicron in Transformers Prime. Yeah, I know. So um, <laughs> I, f- I thought I recognised the voice, and I just looked it up, and it's um, it's John John Noble. Interesting. I mean, again, because I think I talked about it. the only thing I don't like is the recasting of Barbara. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I don't like because it because she had she had that you know. She had that voice that you realized, oh, that's Barbara, you know, and yeah. then they they changed it, but yeah, it's fine. Um, no, it looks great, and and I think the thing that I'm worried about is, please, 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 don't let the Joker show up. I I don't want him to show up. Please, no. Well, Hardy Quinn's gonna show up, but I I, I don't mind that to be honest. She's yeah, I'm fine with I'm fine with Harley Quinn, but please, no Joker. No Joker. I, I don't. I don't want to see yeah. any more Joker. Remember they teased um, Deathstroke at the end of it. He was going to join the um, what is that? What that group he's part of? Uh, it's a Suicide Squad. Well, isn't Harley Quinn a part of Suicide Squad as well? Mm, well, they said because they came on said uh, Arkham Origins wasn't well, canon, well. so I don't. I don't think that 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 counts anymore. Yeah. Well. We wait because it's kind of weird because they have the new Assault on Arkham movie coming out and that pretty much looks like it's not canon too yeah. so you know it which looks great now, that's a, that's another one to look out for in August because that's uh you know you might not get Arkham you know night but you know you get your Arkham fix with Arkham you know the the Arkham movie yeah. so you know that's that's pretty cool. What was the other stuff that I was really impressed with by Sony? Um, I was I just thought their their presentation was a lot better. Big little Big Planet Three I was impressed with as well. Because I just hope I just hope that they fix the controls. That's the that's my only issue with that series. I I think the thing that I was quite I was quite impressed with that it wasn't like a pre-made tech demo sort of thing like it was pre-rendered basically trying to trick people think it was set real time. They were actually generally fucking up by playing it and stuff like that, and they were actually playing it on the stage, so I thought that was quite good. Again, that's what I like about it. It's like it's a lot more actual gameplay footage as opposed to pre-rendered trailers cut together. Yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. We'll see other games they announced as well. Grim Fango, we already talked about. Um, they, they they did show a lot, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that game when you can go from planet to planets. Uh, that looks in, that looks unreal. It's such a small indie company that making this game, and it's like, holy shit, you're making this game, and it looks really good. I'm impressed with them, and um, the people who made Journey got a new game coming out as well. <laughs> when it's going to the, the deeps of the ocean and stuff like that, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, another uh, that's another good game that if you have not played, play Journey. It's not... It's one. It's another. It's a. It's a game. I think that uh, should have gotten a lot more love than than it should have because it's such an experimental title. Oh yeah. Where you 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 
you play as a character, you don't know who you are, and your entire thing is just go and and, and explore. Oh, you yeah. know, and it's, and I love that type of storytelling because it just says, hey, you know, we, you know, you explore the story, you know, we're not going to hold your hand, and the experience is beautiful. Yeah. It really is, and, and I think that's such, I, I really am sad that that, that journey got overlooked, because I think it's a fantastic game, game that everyone should play. I think it respectfully won it awards that it needs to do and stuff like that. Like Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't like talked about like Walking Dead was. No, it wasn't, so, no. You know. But it was, it was a good game within its own right and stuff like that, and um, I'm glad the same studio are making, making a new game making a new game but instead exploring the worlds of, of, of under the sea and stuff like that, I thought I think that's gonna gonna be quite amazing. You know, and and I and I like it because, you know, again, how far has the PS four come? Because, you know, a few yeah. years ago, you know, when it first launched yeah. it wasn't really you, you, there were barely any games yeah. for it, but now it's like They've sold me on yeah. it. They've actually sold me on getting a PS4 as opposed to the previous yeah. years where it was an introduction. Yeah. And the thing I like about Sony as well, when they were doing their press conference as well, just like last year, this year they said we are supporting the indies. And they show all the different indie titles coming out and stuff like that, like gameplay trailers and stuff like that. And I'm, I was really chuffed with some of the gameplay. I saw, like, um, what's it? Like, um, Bro Force was one of them. Um, Let It Die was another one. And even um, Hotline Miami 2 was on that list as well. So, and the new Abe game as well. Um, the remake of um, Abe's, obviously. So, I'm really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to um, Sony really working close with the indie stuff. Because originally, a lot of the indie people would have gone to Microsoft. But because Microsoft burnt their bridges with with a lot of indie companies, not a lot of them are going to go to Microsoft anymore. Because again, Microsoft are like, oh, we'll, we'll do that stuff, but they never promoted any of it. No, they, they never promoted any of it at conventions, and they didn't care. And and again, indie gaming has become such a popular thing. I mean, that's why Steam is so popular yeah. because you know they support the indies, and you know you kind of need you kind of need that. And Sony's like, okay, you know we've we you know our our hardware is different. It's much easier to program for. It's much easier to do ports of now as opposed to the PS3. We you know we learned from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 they've done a lot well for themselves as opposed to the past couple of years being the butt of everyone's joke with the PS3. Yeah, I think also they announced uh, what's it? Um, they just show gameplay, gameplay. They just show gameplay, gameplay, and gameplay and trailers and trailers and trailers and. They got um they got exclusivity to uh, Grand Theft Auto Five um, remastered, oh, for for the PlayStation Four, so I'm I'm happy about that. Well, again, I'm not really a big fan of like you know old games getting remastered for the sake of you know I think that's yeah. just well they finished off their press conference perfect um, perfectly because they showed off Un- Unenchanted and apparently what you saw there was captured from PlayStation Four and that game looked beautiful. Well, it's Uncharted 1. Has it not looked beautiful? That's true, but it's mind-blowing because they never really used CGI scenes. That was the whole in, in-game CGI scenes in any of their games. It's all done in real real time in, in the game graphics and stuff like that. So if that's going to be the graphics or the gameplay, fuck me. <laughs> Though I don't know why it's not called Uncharted 4, which is what it is, to be quite honest. And also The Last of Us as well. They said they're getting a PlayStation 4 re-release as well so again like Naughty Dog got such a good relationship with um, Sony it's unreal 
Because again, you know, they know how to to to, to you know create. Yeah. Because because again, Naughty Dog was is one of, is one of those companies who know how the how the how Sony works and how their stuff yeah. works and and you know Uncharted was the first game like one of the first couple of games I bought when I first bought my PS3 and I was just blown away by that but you know imagine like now where how technology has advanced and 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 how amazing it's it's going to look on the PS4. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. And I'm pretty yeah. sure and I'm pretty sure they're going to like release an uncharted collection on PS4 eventually. Oh, of course, of course they will. They will they, they will definitely milk that for its worth. Um Cuz I cuz the second one is yeah. my favorite, so. Yeah. They also showed off um, this is not video game related, but they showed off the Ratchet and Clank movie trailer for next year. Mm. <laughs> From from what I've seen so far, it looks like a retelling of the first game. Yeah, it's. I really don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I'm more angry at the Sly Cooper movie than I am Ratchet and Clank because at least Ratchet and Clank it's just you know them using the actual you know. Well, with with the Ratchet and Clank thing, you know, it's basically the same studio, the same writer, and the same directors work work yeah. on the Ratchet and Clank games. Because cause that, because oh god, I remember watching that t- teaser trailer for the Sly Cooper thing, and they just look. Uh, word to the wise, I don't know who who's who who thought that. Oh, you know, it's good. These cutesy, cartoony car- characters. Let's make them look realistic. Oh. They just look so wrong. It's just oh. <laughs> I would would have preferred because you know when they bought when they were promoting um was it the Sly Cooper um, fourth game yeah um they released on the PlayStation YouTube channel they released like a a two D animation short film for it yeah if they made the movie look like that um, for anyone know um, know what I'm speaking about um, look that up it is really done really beautifully in two D animation short film. I could even see that be done as a TV series or straight to DVD film. It's yeah, yeah. Because I, my only problem with that is like it's animated in Flash, and Flash is very limited in in its in its uh, in its thing. But you really hate Flash, don't you? <laughs> Not a fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but it, I mean, for Flash, it, it looks great. Yeah. You know, and and you know, I. They put a lot of effort into that, and I'm kind of thinking to myself, you know, why couldn't they just make a TV series? Because, you know, that movie trailer, oh, God, they look horrifying. But, dude... Like, un- Uncanny Valley. <laughs> but, but, dude, the greatest cartoon of all time came out from Flash, and that's Usha Lucha. <laughs> oh, that's not bueno, Ricochet. Oh, God. I can imagine, like, half the people listening to this are probably going to be like... Oh, I know what they reference, and the other half say, "I don't get it." <laughs> but, um, but yeah, let's move on away from Sony. Um, so their biggest rival, Microsoft, uh, tried doing damage control, didn't work. They were just off. pandering to the crowd <laughs> this time. They basically were they they were burying their own product, especially the weak net. They didn't address anything doing <laughs> whatsoever they announced a little planet ripoff a little big planet ripoff that has yeah and i said and i said like you know the, the conquer thing you're just pandering to to to, to to you know nostalgia and honestly like kids that are gonna buy this game don't know what conquer is that's what i mean it's, uh, the only people are gonna know conquer is are people like in their early to probably late 20s and and it's not it, and it's a game that came out in two thousand one for God's sakes you know I mean it's it's 
you know, and and like I said, it's my favorite game of all time, and it's just sad to see that to see Microsoft fumble with the with the with the property like this. Because I think biggest mistake in in gaming was Nintendo selling the rights to Rare to Microsoft, because that was a horrible mistake. Well, I mean, con- well, I mean, Rare are basically just being. I don't know what they're going to do now because like Microsoft really don't want anything to do with the Kinect anymore, and they've been forced to do all the Kinect games. Like, if anyone wondering why, Rare oh god, have you seen have you seen the the Kinect Sports whatever thing that they did? Oh god, what? No. It's it's <laughs> you're gonna love this. It's it's a typical stupid Kinect game, but you want to know who they got to narrate it? Who? David Tennant. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, remember when I said David Tennant did well for himself and he wasn't going to fall into that post-who slump? Well, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, I've got to say, on um, their um, their decision sort of thing um, for um, for um, Microsoft, sneakily, I've got to say, the reason why I'm saying sneakily is mainly because... Um, they managed to do this. Um, they re-released um, all the Halo game. That's one, two, three, and four onto one game on one game, which calls the Master Chief Edition. They announced this. They got the person who basically represent re- represent the Halo franchise from their, their studio comes out like talking away, blah blah blah, this sort of thing. She gives away the whole entire fucking story of the full park arc. <laughs> it's like, well, we don't have anything else to show you, so I'm just going to talk about the story. And it's like, well, what about new players? Like, isn't this isn't the whole point of collection editions to say, hey, you never played this game? Well, now you can play it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And also, they're like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. You get to go, all the online servers are back and everything like that. You can play all the old games and da 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 and um, all this crap. And I'm just like, oh, really? Oh, god damn it. You really are balls in this up here and um the one thing that probably was smart on them because i was saying why saying it's a clever idea was that they said all the servers for all the games are going to be open mainly because they said all the physics of each game are going to be play as in these games so i'm thinking to myself okay so essentially what you're doing this this is just a hunch you're basically going to moderate who plays what server more and who like what better game more so basically, they can basically take that game and build upon that into the next Halo 5 game. Because they did say that there's a Halo 5 beta on this game as well you can play. Which is mm. just kind of dumb, because it's like, you know, why don't you just make your own goddamn server instead of just, like, testing testing out... Because what's the point of shelling out fucking 400 bucks to buy, a, to, to buy an Xbox One just to play Halo 1 again? Yeah. <coughs> I'm just out of curiosity. Why? I, now you mentioned, I think they did, did connect one game for, for for the connect, and I think I I can't remember if it was the Microsoft panel or not. Um, was fan, the Fantasia game? I, I I don't know. I have no idea. I, I need to have a look at that. But um, yeah, I do not know how to feel about it. It's very weird at the moment. Um. 
you know it's a bad you know it's a bad sign with Microsoft when EA had a better press conference than they did. Oh yeah, and that's sad. <laughs> I remember more of EA's press conference than I do at Microsoft. Like they announced the new Sims game, they announced like all their sports title. I was really look the one thing that did sell me, which I've never been a fan of, is the UFC, the Bruce Lee um, edition of the UFC game. Oh yeah, God, that looks great. Yeah, it looks that was really worried, good. Cause- because I was worried, because again, you know, EA, and I really like the old THQ games, but seeing as THQ games doesn't exist anymore, and the rights, they bought the rights to the UFC, I was impressed by that. I'm like, holy shit, this is like, you know, wow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, as a, as a UFC fan, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm picking this up. Yeah, and also, even they, they, really, they even addressed that their golf game has been boring and state, um, haven't been interesting for years. What did they do? They go Call of Duty on it. <laughs> Give me an idea. What, what do you mean by this? I'm not people what, what do you mean by this? Okay, imagine a giant battleship crashing into an island where you're playing golf. <laughs> and Tiger Woods <laughs> and then yeah. crashes down. <laughs> it's just... it's that was interesting and now it's a hockey game, Madden, FIFA and stuff like that as I Little trailers and stuff like that, and gameplay footage, and um, it, it like again, it's like EA, EA basically up front, forward, and basically, and also they open up with the Star Wars Battlefront, which I was really impressed with. Yeah, it just because it showed me like, oh, you know, we're not fucking around with this. We're going to the actual places, getting pictures, to, to look at the actual props, and holy shit, did 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 uh, did that little like. That wasn't even the final thing. It looks and the so stormtrooper, yeah, and then the stormtrooper looked amazing, and that wasn't even the final footage. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they showed off like, um, like was it the snow planet Hoff and the um, Endel where all the Ewoks live? And when I saw that, I thought, no, that's footage. And then when when they went close up and it was a graphics, I thought, what the hell? <laughs> oh, Endor, uh, what was it? Uh, e- Oh, is it Toth looks amazing? Yeah, oh yeah, they both they both do. I felt and um, and also um, they announced um, so what's it like? Uh, they announced some stuff for the new Mass Effect game as well, mm. which I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm I'm happy for even though even though EA kind of fucked the franchise over. Uh, depends what view how you look at it because some people say. Bioware screwed up. No, it was EA's fault. I personally, I think it was both of their faults. But to be, to be honest, though, EA basically did listen to their them audience and did dish up, just grabbed a little bit more money and basically said to Bioware, "Look, just change." Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just. Yeah. I just feel that it did. Um. EA did well in that sort of thing. Um. What about? Because again, like with the Mass Effect thing, they need to like they need to trend lightly with that because the fiasco was awful for yeah. them and and I don't think EA got a lot. You know, I think they just got greedy with the on disc DLC thing. Yeah. But like. With the ending and shit? No, that was Bioware. Yeah. They didn't fucking do that. I mean, because Bioware is the one that came out and said, well, we were artistic vision and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, oh. yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> Bullshit artistic vision, my ass. <laughs> Everyone knew you fucked up on the ending. Everyone hated it. It was universally hated. <laughs> 
You know, and it's just, and it's just, it's just because it's a franchise that they should trend lightly with, and I think they did a good job of that. And I'm interested to see where the franchise goes from here if they, if 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 EA plays their cards right and puts but and puts you know uh, Bioware on a leash and says no, that's a bad idea, don't do it. (laughs) I think what they need to do with with the whole Bioware thing with EA, I think they basically need to start fresh. You need you need a new set of characters to go forth with this franchise. Cool. I think you told the story of Commander Shepard now and stuff like that. You could probably have have some of the old crew back, but you need to change the main protagonist. The main protagonist. I'd like to play as another race other than a human. That'd be great. Mm, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't mind playing as a um. What was I called? What's What's Garrus's race again? Uh, what's it? Fuck. Uh, Garrus. 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 I know that. Uh, Turian. Turian. Yeah. I wouldn't mind playing as a Turian. I, I I like those designs. I think those are my favorite alien designs yeah. from the game. Yeah, I do like the Krogan as well, though. <laughs> Krogan, oh, who, does, who doesn't love the Krogans? <laughs> I love them because they're all dude bros and they know it. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite conversation was when we were two of them talking about the fish um, in in the water in the um, in the Citadel, though. But how can there be fish in the Citadel? <laughs> um, for everyone wondering what I'm talking about or don't know what I'm talking about, there's actual side fishing. You have to go off and find out if they're real fishes. Inside the water supply in the Citadel. <laughs> Very weird little side mission, but it's quite a funny one. Um, yeah, I think EA did well. Did EA were the are EA the one people doing bat, um, Battlefront, the um, cop versus Robert Robert? Yeah, yeah, Battlefield. That's, that's yeah. the new one they showed. Holy shit, that looks great. That looks really good. It looks like really funny. I, um, me personally, I'm not a first person shooter fan, but this I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I, I might want to pick this up. <laughs> oh, because again, that's like holy shit. If you're gonna do multiplayer, that's how you do it, yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah, and also I mentioned this on the podcast with you last time, but I'm just saying, cop v robbers. Just have one cop versus a bunch of robbers. Make that one cop RoboCop. I'm just, <laughs> and I'm sold. Yeah, trust me, <laughs> you will make a mint load if you make that. A, even even if it's a download DLC sort of thing, or if it's a mode in the game or something like that, that game will sell a lot more if you put that Robocop in it. And also, to keep keep the fans happy on that thing, you can choose the two skins between the Robocop, classic and new. <laughs> classic, of course. Fuck the new one. You have different opinions on that, but let's move on. Uh, well, I've seen I've seen it, so maybe one day we'll talk about in-depth discussion on Robocop. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, Ubisoft. Yeah, I think I said this before, like, I, I'm starting to get, you know, kind of shifty-eyed towards Ubisoft, because they're like, hey, another Assassin's <coughs> Creed game, another this, another that, oh, is it going to be just empty promises, and are you going to delay the game, and then when it the, the game is finally released, it's not the game where we were promised? I think the only game they managed to deliver their promise on, even though they did pick it up from THQ, was the South Park game. Yeah, <laughs> and even then, that was, that had glitches in it. Oh yeah, but the <laughs> the thing I liked about um, I, the well, the one thing I can sum up about um, Ubisoft's cafe, very tall, sexy black woman. <laughs> no, no, seriously, most of the men that come out and basically who stand next to her, she dwarfs them. <laughs> but, but I can understand why why they chose her to, to, to talk about the game because she does have a very good voice to listen. There's like a very good presence, voice and good. 
talking to the crowd and stuff like that. I like the, uh, what was it, the game that was talking about set in World War Two. It's all cartoon animation. You play as the dog. I don't know what that is. I can't remember what it's called, but it... Oh, speaking of the dogs. <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, no, but I, I mean, I th- think the thing with Ubisoft is just like, they... They they, they kind of they've kind of hurt me with Watch Dogs and I'm like you know you you delivered hype you you hyped us up and then you gave us a mediocre product in the end so I don't know if I can trust you anymore. I want to get Rainbow Six though. Well, of course oh, that oh, that, that game has right. that that game that game has been in development hell for a good fucking ten years now. <laughs> so. It's it's nice to finally get some news on it because I remember that it's like oh it's getting delayed it's getting delayed it's getting delayed so we're just supposed to come out on the PS3 and Xbox One Xbox 360 but it got delayed and no one heard anything about it up until recently and it's like oh yeah Rainbow Six uh, forgot that you guys own that franchise but yeah again I'm glad it looks really good the, like the structural the the structural violence as well like you shoot through the walls and stuff like that and it fall apart and I'm thinking. That would impress me quite a bit. Well, you, that they already do that in Battlefield, so <laughs> I know, but still, it looks it looks it looks very very good in um, Rainbow Six, though. So I mean, again, I'm just happy though. It's like, oh, hey, you finally remember that 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 it, you had a game sitting on your shelf for ten years that you didn't update us on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, um, what other games did they announce? I'm trying to remember what, off the top of my head what did they announce. Well, they announced another Assassin's Creed game, so... Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be fair, I haven't played the previous one, so I haven't, I'm not interested in it. It does look good, though. It does. It, it looks all right. Well, again, because Assassin's Creed is a very hit-and-miss franchise. One game is good, and another one's shit. Like, the third one is shit, fourth one is good, so maybe the fifth one is shit. <laughs> so... Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those hit-and-miss type things. But again... It goes back to my argument, you know, Assassin's Creed, while it's a, you know, decent enough franchise, it's not a crutch. Stop using it as a crutch to carry your ass. Yeah. Same thing with Mario. It should not be used as a crutch when you have no no new ideas for new IPs. Did they show Far Far Cry 4 as well? Uh, Did they? I don't remember. Because, um, um, Far Cry, yeah, because, um... Sony showed it off, but I think Ubisoft showed it off before them because they're the one making it. But the reason why Sony showed it off because they're getting exclusive content, which is um, I, forgot, I can't believe I forgot to mention this, is that if one one of your friends own a copy of Fire Cry Four and you want to play co-op with them, that other friend does not need to own the copy of the game. Hmm. Which is good. I've got to say, it was good. Oh, hey, they announced another Just Dance game. <laughs> oh, God, they were dancing on the stage and everything like that. I forgot about that. That was embarrassing to watch. It's like, hey, it's like, um, why are you making this when Microsoft just said that they don't care for the Kinect anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ubisoft did a better job at selling the Kinect than Microsoft did this year, and that's sad to think about it. Oh, they got another yeah. racing game. Yeah. So, oh, uh, oh god, I'm, I know we're jumping back to Sony again, but I just remember one of the games they did announce. That was the Mortal Kombat 10. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that looks good. 
that looked good up until they introduced the new characters. I did not mind the new characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't mind the little midget guy being voiced by Tara Strong? No, I did not mind <laughs> mind that, because when you think of Tara Strong, you just think of one thing, her big round eyes. <laughs> not even, it just, it doesn't feel like a Mortal Kombat character. It's like, oh, so you got a new B-woman, and I'm like, what? That doesn't look like a Mortal Kombat character. You got a big guy with a midget on his back, but the Sub-Zero and Scorpion thing they showed is holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah, they look good. Well, that would mean every sometime, um, every sometime when they announce a new um, Norval Combat game, they always seem to have Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion on the front of it, you know? <laughs> kind of surprised it's coming out un- in summer in 2015. I, I would have thought that they would have gone earlier, so I don't know. Well... We'll wait and see. It's like, like, like I said, the last few games... Because usually NetherRealm releases their games in, the, in April, yeah. so this is the first time they're releasing it in June, so I'm, I'm kind of... Yeah. It's kind of a weird business decision, but I'm, I'm hyped for it, because yeah. it looks... It, it looks like what they took... They, it looks like they, they, took the, they took all the complaints that people had about the previous one, and they fixed them. Yeah. The fucking... The, the fucking... Oh my god, the X-rays finally feel like they they can, you know, uh transition into the combat better than than the previous game. Yeah. And they look amazing. I just hope I just <laughs> hope they're just no more cheap ass bosses. Oh god, no, please. Come on, Shao Kahn was the cheapest <laughs> boss in any of the North No, I'm games. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go on a little rant here, but note to developers, I you know, it's okay to have a tough boss. But it's not okay to have a broken boss. He was broken as all shit. Like, oh, of course he has br- unbreakable armor. Of course. And of course he has un- moves that you can't block. It's just garbage. Yeah. Fucking garbage. It's like, I understand he's the final boss and shit, but he was just so cheap as all shit. And I'm sorry. That was bad game design. Like, that's the reason I couldn't, like, get behind that game. Because I'm like, this is bad game design. And especially to, in the in the in the story story mode where you have to fight him as Raiden towards the end, Jesus Christ! That was unfair. Yeah, it's just please learn from your mistakes. I mean, the combat looks a, little, a lot better now. I, you know, the X-rays feel a lot, you know, more into into the. They kind of feel like they 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 have a better transition than they did in Mortal Kombat um, Nine. Yeah. And the fatalities, oh my god, they look amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, um, have we talked about everything from here? Yeah? Uh, um, I think there was Tom Clancy's The Division, which I think was just, you know... It looks interesting if, you, if you're into that type of thing. It's just... Oh, okay, so you're trying to get... It's kind of weird, because they announced two Tom Clancy games, and I'm like, well, why do you need this when you already announced Rainbow Six? Yeah. You know, so, and it's just... They announced... And, uh, and uh, the the game you're talking about is Valiant Valiant Hearts, mm. The Great War. That the, game uh... I want to get. That looks Yeah, good. it looks interesting. <laughs> it, it looks is... like a little fun in, indie game. Yeah. It, it has very, um, a very, uh, what is it, French animation style to it as well. Yeah. Which... Reminds me a lot of The Goon. Yeah. For some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember what else they um I'm just trying to remember the top of my head if there's anything else about from E E three that would that's struck out at me 'cause um it was it was good it, it, it was a good um 
again, like last year, it was a good uh, E3, I've got to say. I enjoyed it. Well, I think I think because, you know, they, they kind of... Because, you know, again, like I said, uh, Next Gen is, like, officially, you know, kicked in. We've all accepted that, you know, the, the PS4 and Xbox One are, you know, consoles now. And, you know, now it's like... Now they got to, like, sell you the stuff. Yeah. Before it was just, like, a tech demo. Now it's the real thing. Yeah. So, you know, this is the make-it-or-break-it moment for them. Yeah, and the other thing, which... Um... I think I agree with this quote. Uh, someone told me about um, about EA because a lot of cause I noticed a lot of people this year seem to be harping on about it, say, "Oh no, it's meant to be the gamers, meant to be the gamers," and da 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 da. Where you do realize EA for the large majority is for the press. <laughs> no, it's it's so when you look at it, it is because you're showing stuff off to the press. We're basically going to publish it and talk about it. That's the whole thing: to show off the games and the hardware and the. Yeah, because it's not it's not a it's not a fan convention. Oh. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's like Toy Fair. Yeah. Where Toy Fair, you go where Toy Fair, all toy companies get together and announce all their new products. It's for the press. It's not for, it's not for you know, um, the, the it's gamer. not for people. Yeah, it's not for that because if it was, then. Why do they, you know, why do they, why are they giving presentations, you know, talking about innovation and all this other crap? Yeah, because I know some, someone really, a lot of people digged on Sony quite a bit when um, that guy came out and said, oh yeah, we got the rights to this graphic novel, we're making it a TV series. And I'm like, oh my god. Uh, it's just, yeah, god damn it, Bendis. <laughs> oh yeah, I, forgot, I think, I think one, paper, one thing we got, forgot to talk about is the new Metal Gear Solid game they announced um, that's coming out. Yeah, isn't it funny how it's like uh, b- b- last year they op- Microsoft opened up with uh, Metal Gear, but now it's like Sony it's it. back, it's back to <laughs> yeah. So shows you how much bridges they burned. Yeah, I think the other thing which I think was quite um, interesting as well was that um, didn't Konami had a press conference? I don't think they did. Uh, I, I heard, but like I said, I saw the Metal Gear Solid game and i was like holy shit i really want to get this because they the music in that video is so catchy and the gameplay itself and the graphics just look amazing and also the and also for anyone wondering yes the metal gear solid drama is there but i think i'm gonna i'm gonna limb here i reckon a young sonic snake is going to turn up at the end of it yeah, well, again, it's I just find it funny that uh, you know last year that they uh, Microsoft was like, oh, you know, we got Metal Gear and it's gonna be like, uh, you know, it's gonna look great on the Xbox One, and it's now it's like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> yeah, you can still get it on that, but I don't know why would why would why you'd want to. That's my question. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, it's at that point where they pretty much burned every bridge that they that they have, and they're like, they're struggling as all shit right now. Yeah. Like, Nintendo, you know, say what you will about Nintendo, but at least they're trying to, to dig themselves out of the hole they've dug themselves into. Microsoft doesn't give a shit enough to do that. Yeah. But, yeah. Just, yeah. It's just kind of sad, because it's like, yeah, you know, you guys used to be so, you know, you used to care about your product, but now it's like... You, you just don't give a shit anymore, and it's kind of depressing. Oh, yeah, definitely does. But, um, yeah, overall, I think it was a good E3, very really good announcers, and um, was really hyped for the companies and stuff like that. Like, for example, like, um, like Sony sold me on a lot of their stuff coming out. 
um, Ubisoft sold me some things on this, and then even e, um, EA, who I'm not a big supporter of, and I know you're not a big supporter of either, but um, even sold sold us on their stuff. So you know, yeah, because again, like I said, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm I'm harsh on gaming companies, but if they can, you know, show me stuff that you know I, that makes me go, oh, okay, that looks interesting, I'll probably give a shit about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I mean, because last year they were awful at their job. Like they came up and just said, oh, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this on the Xbox One, we're doing this on the Xbox One. And it's just, it's garbage. Like the stuff they announced last year was garbage and wasn't worth anyone's time. And I'm and I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna continue to not buy your games. But now it's like. They've at, they've at least shown that they can at least give a shit mm-hmm. and say okay we know we're not popular anymore we're trying to change our image as opposed to say Microsoft who again doesn't give a shit no. like they they came in and pandered to gamers and I'm like don't pander to gamers this is not this is not the place to do that because you know it's a press conference it's supposed to be for the press you're not supposed to be pandering to the gamers because you oh. know it's just Ah, like I know I'm I know I'm harping on a lot about Microsoft, but they've just they've just dug themselves too deep in a hole to get out of. And and from what I've heard about the Xbox One not working and all the problems and all this other stuff and, and I'm sorry, but you know, you know your console's in the shitter when they announce like uh, in the summer it's like, Oh, a new one's gonna come out in the summer and it's gonna be cheaper. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. <laughs> It's just, you know, you can't take a failing product and paint it a different color and take out a couple of features and then say, oh, it's totally, you know, it's much cheaper because it's, no, it doesn't work that way. You've already established that that people should buy an Xbox because of, say, you know, Skype and all this other bullshit on there. And now you take that out and you say, oh, you know, here's another one that doesn't have all that stuff and, you know, you can play games on it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's how I would say that that is probably our EA section. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there anything else announced that we're talking about at E3, or was that it? No, I think that we pretty much covered the um, the big main companies. That's um, Sony, Microsoft, um, Ubisoft, EA, and Nintendo. So. Yeah, pretty much because I don't think that there's anything else to to talk about. But I think like. This year's E3 was a lot better than last year's because, like I said, last year's was just a was just a giant selling pool. Was just a giant ad for the next gen consoles, as opposed to you know uh, talking about what products they're yeah. having. But I, I think this year they did a lot better job of selling me the stuff I needed, I wanted to get, and, and as opposed to you know as opposed to hey buy a buy an Xbox One because you know Skype and whatnot. Oh yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and the door is dying over there. <laughs> Slowly. Sorry, I it's it's hard trying to talk about <laughs> Microsoft shittiness is making me <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, um are we gonna talk about um gonna try to talk about WD? Um Or are you gonna we're gonna leave that for another time or what? Do you wanna talk about it? have you seen Raw so Um yeah, I've seen it. 
Okay, um, I'm a lot calmer than I was when we tried to originally record, because I remember, like, when I, when we originally recorded, like, about Raw, I was pissed. I was, like, super fucking pissed, and, and I've calmed down, I've let it sink in, I've thought about this, and it's still a dumb decision. Well, taking the title so, so, off from Daniel Bryan. So, I mean, I don't mind them taking off the title of Daniel Bryan, but why the fuck did you hype it up on the pay-per-view? Why did you hype it up on the pay-per-view and then and then like throw it away on a raw? That was like, stupid. Like like it's just you don't hype up something for a pay-per-view and then do it on a raw. You don't do that. Nope. That's dumb. Like you know, the whole reason of a pay-per-view is just saying buy our stuff. Buy the pay-per-view. Because it's like, oh, is Daniel Bryan going to forfeit the title and whatnot? But, oh, shit, no, he's not going to do it because, you know, neck surgery and whatnot. Why didn't you... Why did you... Why I don't understand the booker who said, yeah, let's announce it at the beginning of Raw and 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 just completely go back on what we were saying with, with the pay-per-view hype. Hey. I mean, it's just... But <sighs> uh, we do know one thing, though. What? Alberto <laughs> Rio and Randy Orton in the Money in the Bank match. <laughs> oh God! It's gonna be one. And of you those. know what? And, and, and you know what? It's funny. It, the pay per view is called Money in the Bank, right? But it's not a Money in the Bank match. It's a ladder match, so it shouldn't be called Money in the Bank then. Well, the, the the thing the thing that makes me interested about this is that they are having a Money in the Bank match and. Um, like again, I I thought the opening segment was a great. Uh, at some points, I think it was a it was a I think it was a fantastic promo. It did address uh, multiple stories and it got heat, and got it did kind of got straight to the point. But again, like you said, it's like you could have done this on a pay per view. Could have could have hit home a lot better, you know. I mean, because again, considering the last segment they did on a pay per view, holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's just. You know, payback payback wasn't that good of a pay per view, and I thought that th- that they would have at least said, "Okay, we're gonna try and carry ourselves because we're in a tough position right now," but they're not. And I'm like, I don't understand why. Because yeah. I swear to God, if fucking Randy Orton wins that title, I'm done. And I'm I'm done. Well, you, well, you didn't like the next match, the qualifying match when Sheamus got over bad, um, got over Barrett. <laughs> no, seriously, why would the hell you put Sheamus there? Just... That, that annoyed me, because I'm a big fan of Wade Barrett, and i got to say, I'm glad he got the Intercontinental Championship and stuff like that, but why would you not put him in the Money in the Bank ladder match? He deserves to be a, there. A better, a better question is, why would you put Del Rio over Ziggler? You know, the guy who's known for his wild spots... Which could be perfect in a ladder match. Yeah. Just, I don't... If, it's like they didn't give a flying fuck about the roster yeah. in, in this. And I'm like... Um, I'm, You know, Del Rio? No one gives a yeah. shit about Del Rio anymore. No one. Just out of curiosity, how many more weeks are we going to go with Sakurai? Does he just keep getting beaten by Rusev? No, because seriously, that's all they're doing with him. He comes out, he gets his ass handed to him by Rusev. I... And another thing, how many more squash matches am I going to see? Because Raw this week wasn't ma- made up of nothing but squash matches. Oh, you mean Rybacks right got put over Goldust in R-Truth? And I'm like, oh, God, they're... Di-. Like I said, you know, when we talked about this last last week, uh, last time, 
I said, I don't like what they're doing with Goldust, where he's going to team up with a random partner and he's going to constantly lose, and then yeah. Cody's going to turn heel on him. I mean, it's just garbage. Yeah, I've I got to say, it's kind of weird. Um, they had this sort of weird segment with, like, Free MB and um, Fandango and stuff like that, and um, The Shield, um, like, got into the ring and stuff like that, and Free MB, and it all kicked off in for a night. I did enjoy that because of the fact that I get to see The Shield beat, beat the crap off, considering how bad their. Um, previous feud was and and speaking of the shield what what point was there to have the, these guys call out Seth Rollins and then have Seth Rollins cut a promo that leads to nothing what's the point of that like mm. it it doesn't establish anything and then out of nowhere Seth and and again this is this just goes to show you how fucking dumb WWE's writing is Seth Rollins character makes no goddamn sense cuz he started out as just like a spot a spot guy who was just a normal guy who I think his character didn't really have that much personality to begin with but now all of a sudden he's like no I made this thing I carried this team I'm the best one there is and blah 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 and it was a decent promo but my god it, it just it it didn't feel like you know like the type of character that he was. So, I mean, it's not. It just. It feels dumb. Yeah, I gotta say one thing though. Um, the Usos versus Fandango and Damian Sandow. Um, I gotta say, I wouldn't mind Fandango and Damian Sandow being a tag team. It's not a bad mix, but still at the same time, I gotta say on on a serious note, who did Sandow pissed off? Because he gets more <laughs> ridiculous each week. <laughs> oh, God. He's just dead. His career's dead. <laughs> he's seriously he's seriously pissed off someone. He, he, <laughs> uh, it's basically essentially like... He's in the same situation as The Miz. The Miz obviously pissed someone off backstage. And rumours was that was Triple H. So <laughs> I'm guessing Dave Sounder pissed off Triple H. So that's the reason why he's in this state. <laughs> Oh my god, and it was just, I don't, I don't even know what they're doing anymore, because it's like, there's no reason to watch Raw a anymore, and it's like, and, I mean, the thing that they're doing with the sh I mean, they kind of fucked it up by having, like, by having, um, Seth Rollins not say anything on SmackDown, when they could have just saved that for Raw. You know, it could have made a lot more sense there instead of just him cutting a pointless promo that leads to nothing. I mean, I don't mind the promos that they cut, but if it if it wasn't if it wasn't like leading to a handicap match or something at the pay per view, then what's the fucking point of it? I I don't. Oh my god, it, f fucking Raw is getting worse and worse every every fucking week, well, and it's just it's not. Well, the other match we had was Cesaro versus um, Ron Van Dam, and I got to say that match was pretty decent. It was a good good match, but it's still at the same time. I'm like, okay, um, at least RVG's um, RVD doing his role as as a veteran is putting trying to put over the younger guys. That was the only good wrestling match out of a out of a, out, of a, out of a pretty shitty Raw. Like, cause, yeah. cause all the matches we because I'm getting tired of seeing the same fucking matches over and over and over again. Yeah, oh yeah. you know, and 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 another thing. Now you motherfuckers try to push Bo Dallas. You had this opportunity last year, but you fucked it up. Yeah. You could have you could have pushed him and you could have had him feud with Barrett for the Intercontinental title. We wanted to see that, but you didn't. 
and and now it's like oh one year later you know and it's like who gives a shit uh, same thing with Xavier Woods you tried pushing that guy for a couple a couple months and it's like oh you know he's gonna be intacting with our truth that's pretty cool gonna put the guy over nope he's a jobber now so one thing I didn't get though Steph Rollins coming to the ring. We still don't know the reason why he turned on the shield. And I didn't learn anything. Like I said, it's a pointless promo. His character makes no fucking sense. It's just him going, oh, I carried the team, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, this... <sighs> you could definitely tell this is Vince McMahon not thinking, think, thinking it out. Because <laughs> it was rumored that this was decided on the Sunday of the actual pay-per-view of Payback. Oh my God! That was the room. That's the rumors going around. Apparently, Vince said no, no, because he was he was annoyed with um, last week's raw low rating. He wanted to get the ratings back up again, and this was the big shock twist moment. So you know, I mean, it was a it was a good moment, but you know, it it needed it was one of those moments that needed a goddamn follow up. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. You could have just you could have just done what you did with Jericho when he came back in 2012 and not have him say anything. That was brilliant. that would have been much that that would have been much better build up than this shit. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like he comes up and says, "Oh, you know, I carried the team," and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, this is horse shit because you you were just another guy in a in a group. You did not have a personality to begin with. <laughs> you know. True. You, well, you were just that guy, and it just makes no fucking sense. To be fair, at least he has more personality than generic man. The moment <laughs> well... is the moment <laughs> of the moment. Like, uh, and how and how sad is it where this was supposed to be like this is big heel promo, and he's tr- and and you know, God bless the dude, he's trying hard, but the crowd was just dead. Yeah. They did not give a shit, and I'm like, Vince. You gotta understand. You gotta give people a reason to tune in, and and your champion's injured, and you took the belt off him. So, and you don't know when the fuck he's coming back. So it you're in that position now. You're in that position where you're fucked. You you need to find someone who the people like and put the belt on. And it's 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 at that point where I swear, if if Orton wins it, I'm done. So, I'm fucking done. So are the Wyatt's working for the authority now or not? Because that's kind of confusing. And John Cena's now a part of this. <laughs> like I said last week, uh, like when when I talked about last week's RAW, I hated how he was put into Daniel Bryan's place because you can tell that uh, he Daniel Bryan was supposed to come out and interrupt Stephanie. Not Cena, yeah. because Cena had nothing to do with the storyline up until this point. Um, have you seen a little, a little meme that I posted up recently? It's, it's basically say it had Stephanie Man. The title's been vacated, and then it's like, and then John Cena running down the ring. He says, "It says, did someone say vacated t- title? My time is now." <laughs> I, I, I think we talked about this already, but um, John Cena's going to end up with that title most likely. Oh, he's going to be a placeholder title title then someone's gonna beat him hopefully it's not randy orton but most likely it's gonna I'm be or, i'm already i'm already i'm already scared with orton being in it because you know it's like because I, I was certain that they were gonna announce cena cena was gonna have a qualifying match and win it on this on, on this week's raw but 
Orton did, and, and they announced him first, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I'm already worried. Money in the wait. So what's happening with Money in the Bank? Basically, is that for the title or for a shot for the title? It's for the title, dude. Oh, so I could, you, you, like you, I said, you know if, what? If, I completely missed that point. <laughs> no, seriously, if, they didn't really make it that clear. Okay, probably they did make it that clear, but still, it's just like I was just. I rather prefer be a fucking briefcase because they advertise it as a fucking briefcase, you know. Like I said, you know, it's called Money in the Bank. So, but if you're having a normal ladder match for the titles, then it's not Money in the fucking Bank, now, is it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like the marketing team. But I can imagine the marketing team probably made that little advert with the little cash on, little piece of cash doing the voiceover on the top of the ladder and stuff like that. Are probably saying fuck, fuck, fuck to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and it probably brings a man saying, "You son of a bitch, get that promo sorted properly, or you're fired." It's like it makes no sense, and it's like, so if it's gonna be for the title, then why the fuck are Sheamus and Cesaro in it? Because they're clearly not ready for. Well, Cesaro isn't ready for it because it, it sure as shit ain't gonna win this one. Yeah, I, I would like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's like, okay, this is what I would do. This is just me personally. Um, if you, if okay, with with what Wade Barrett was in the Money in the Bank, um, you have him win win the Money in the Bank. You have you have him win Money in the Bank, so he wins the title. So when Daniel Bryan ready to come back, you can build them up as a good feud, and people wondering, oh, why would Wade Barrett? Wait, you think they don't have history, but my God, they fucking do have history. And you could build a whole fucking <laughs> Oh my that. god, yeah, because Barrett was the leader of the, the group Nexus, and yeah. and they even had a feud at SummerSlam on, in 2011, yeah. and that was a sleeper hit match, I think. Oh, yeah. That was a very underlooked match, which is kind of sad, because I, I remember watching that live, and I really enjoyed that match. Oh yeah, and I'm just thinking to myself, why won't why don't you do that, WWE? Because like you can push you can push new you can push a new guy as a champion. See how it goes. And if you want Daniel Bryan to come back, if you want Daniel Bryan to come back and you want him to win the title, you have a fucking feud ready to go. Like, you don't have to put too much work into it because it's pretty much there already. You basically got the history. You just might have to remind people about it, but it's there. You can do it. You can bring up the whole thing with the Nexus, the whole thing after the Nexus, and all sorts of stuff. And also, they were in uh, NXT together as well. Yeah. <laughs> It just, it makes no sense. Because, like I said, they were, at a, they were at a tough point, and I, and I applauded them for trying to keep Daniel Bryan champion, but, I, you know, they, he wasn't cleared to qualify. And, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, and I don't mind these stripping the title off of him, but why on Raw? Why on Raw when you built this up on the pay-per-view? It would have made more sense for the pay-per-view. It would have created at least more drama and suspense. And but but here it's like, oh hey look, it's just this major announcement is going to be thrown away on a throwaway RAW. God, this is something I would expect TNA to do, but not WWE. For God's sakes. Well, John Cena teamed up with the Shield to take on the Wyatt family. <laughs> it's like fuck. We we got no. We got nothing. Just just put put in Cena in there, even though he has nothing to do with the storyline. <laughs> yeah, he's just a placeholder at the moment. It's like Cena. You you're the face of the company, so you're gonna go out there and you're gonna beat those son of a bitches. I don't know why, but I feel like just imagine Vince Man in every conversation he has, he just say, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> uh, I just it's 
this this whole thing just reeks of Vince McMahon's booking. It it really does, and it's starting to go back to that rut. It, no, it's not going back to that rut. It's it's slowly starting to look like another 2009 now, where it's just a shitty fucking year all around. Yeah. It started out so promising, and they had a fantastic WrestleMania, but after that, they it just went down the hill, and and it's just. I don't even know what they're fucking gonna do anymore because I, 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 they lost me. They've lost me. I'm like, I, I don't know what you're doing anymore. And, and, and another question: Why the fuck is main events still a thing? Well, the jobbers need to work somewhere. It's not. It's like, oh, hey, look, it's a Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler match. Okay, yeah. that was a pretty good match. Oh, this. Why wasn't this on Raw? This, this <laughs> might make you laugh. Um, but guess, um, guess where? Um, TJ is at the moment. Tyson Kidd. He's in NXT. Yeah. I saw him the other day. I thought, oh my god, you're in NXT. I wonder where the hell you've been. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I've, I've watched Total Divas and everything like that. And, um, and and we talked about this in the last podcast as well, about Total Divas and how much of a train wreck it is. It's so funny to watch. But I'm just, it just like, it's like, the only reason why I think about him because I see him on Total Divas quite a bit. So I think to myself, what the fuck have you been doing with the company? I only learned the other day in NXT. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, you want to know who was in NXT as well? Oh, God. Go on. Uh, Brodus Clay. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Immediately he broke up with the Funkodactyls. I said, I said to myself, yeah, he's going back to NXT. Or he's getting his, his ass fired. <laughs> Which is more hilarious. What? Which is which? Which makes the Scooby Doo movie more hilarious now because they push him as like one of the main stars in that, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, just out of curiosity, what the hell happened to um, oh god, what, what, what's his name? Um, what's what happened to Santino? Is he still injured? <laughs> because he, that guy seems to be accent prone at the moment. I don't know, but truth be told, he's he's kind of gotten a little fat. <laughs> truth be told. That may explain the beard. <laughs> and he he just looks tired and and not into it anymore. He just looks like shit. What, so do you think he's turning into the next Carlito? <laughs> I do. I do like. I do like what they did though at WWE when Batista left and they posted that picture of him dressed as Batista. <laughs> yeah. That, that was I'm like, yes. Best exit ever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did bring up some good points, though, before he left, though. <laughs> that, that was, I can imagine that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, 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 oh, God. I, I saw that. I saw I saw a meme where Triple H is like, okay, the title is vacated. Can I have a title shot? Well, too bad you quit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. I, I, I don't know. It's like, Batista's going to be back for SummerSlam. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, and what's more hilarious, like, he just left, and what does WWE announce this week? His new DVD set. <laughs> yeah, funny that, yeah. <laughs> WWE, Jesus Christ. It's like, it's like, imagine if they announced the Ultimate Warriors DVD set after he died, how how bad taste that would have looked like in their eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how I feel right yeah. now. Oh, um, this this is probably going to make you curl. Um, guess who's been cleared for their medical tests? Who? Ric Flair. 
Oh, you know, you, you, you kind of know that you kind of know they're in trouble when they're going to Ric Flair for like, oh, Rec, I I can imagine Vince McMahon talking to him on the phone. He's like, Rick, get your ass in here, you bastard. Like, we need someone to get wrestle with the ring. And everybody's like, he's like, the Nature Boy Ric Flair, woo, it's going to wrestle, and he's going to bust himself. Well, you can't do that, Rick. Oh, I'm going to bust myself over anywhere, player. Okay. As, uh, I love Ric Flair because he's an insane motherfucker and he does not give a shit about anyone. <laughs> like, he still owes his ex-wife's um, pay, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he needs the money and he's in trouble with the IRS last I, last I heard. I think, he's, so. I think he still is, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, I got so much bills I haven't paid, brother, but I don't care. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good... It's funny you that he's been in trouble with the IRS and everything like that because I was watching the Four Horsemen DVD recently, and he was talking about how much money he spent. Like for example, if I was making two, if I was making two two hundred, I end up spending four four hundred instead. I'm just having a good time, you know. And I was just thinking, ah, that does explain why you're in trouble with the IRS now, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like hookers and blow, brother. Woo. <laughs> Why? Why does a picture with just a Ric Flair in like a bar with just just like with hookers and blood? Oh God! I just a picture. I I just had an image now. Uh, Rick, imagine someone Photoshop Ric Flair, but on top of Scarface's body. <laughs> you motherfuckers want me? Woo! <laughs> oh God! Why didn't they not do that for for the, for the WrestleMania 21 parody? It would have been so perfect. Well, it would have been a little bit personal, but still, it would have been perfect. <laughs> I can imagine him snorting so much cocaine. He's like, Miz, you're the greatest wrestler of all time. Woo! Well, okay, now it explains why he said Triple H is the greatest wrestler of all time and isn't shit compared to, and he's in shit compared to him because he must have been stoned off his ass when he cut that promo. He does. He, oh, God. We love Rick. We love Rick Flair. He's okay. going to die in that ring, though. <laughs> no, seriously, he's going to kneel over and die in that ring at some point. I, if he doesn't, I I can't see how he died. Because he's, like, he's survived an airplane crash. He doesn't shut up about it, but still, he's survived an airplane crash with a broken neck. <laughs> Broke freaking neck. <laughs> uh, oh, God, if we talk about a broken neck, we've got to talk about Kurt Angle then. <laughs> When is he's that, gone where's, he's gone insane. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, um Kurt Angle's pretty much gone insane and and he, he's even gone on Twitter basically on Rampage to say he wants to go back to WWE and he's still on the contract with TNA. <laughs> and I think WWE might have some interest in him because they pay for his rehab. <laughs> well, how much that's dumb, but still. Oh, um on a bit more sadder news as well. Have you heard about JR? Oh, what happened? Um, he, if, uh, if I read this correctly, I think he was sent to the hospital for some sort of stroke. Oh. Yeah, so that happened. Well, a bit more sad than this. I hope he, I hope he, uh, I hope he makes it. Yeah. He, he'd be fine. Yeah, I just, it's... I know we're, we're kind of a little long here, but I, I mean, I, I want to talk about uh, you know, now that you mentioned Jr., um, I grew up listening to Jr. and um, hands down, I think to me like one of the biggest problems WWE has right now is the like, the commentary is shit, mm-hmm. and I feel like they need a guy like Jr. Like they need so like someone who at least gives enough of a shit about this to to sell the viewer on what's going on. 
Because that's that, that's what like you look back even at and look back at like the Attitude Era, even like jobbing matches. He sells those. He fucking sells those. Yeah, I just just want to rephrase myself. Like Jay, um, Jim Ross has suffered stroke-like symptoms, so I mean it's not clear yet if it is a stroke or not. Just I just want to point that out quickly. Oh, he's okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, he he'd been he was he was put in the hospital just back on the eighth, so a couple of days ago. So um, he, he I mean, he's a very he's like they like I said, Jr. can piece like he can sell you a piece of turd and you will buy it. <laughs> no, no, seriously, he can sell anything. It's just like it's like it's, it was really really bad. Again, we're going to talk about Rick Flair. It's like um, we've done a two K fourteen game. We're never oh doing God! That. It's like Jim Ross for the for for, for the God of him. Like um, he was so entertaining when he was doing that, and basically he was so passionate about it, anything like that. But even he, even he could couldn't stop Ric Flair going on his mad rants and stuff like that. It's like, oh my God! It was it was it was funny a bit a bit because whatever Jr. says, he basically you will remember it. The one thing I remember for that segment when he did W2K14 from so. Save my ass, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I don't know why the way he says it. It's just like he's, the thing is, he has this sort of voice, this presence. It's like it's like Paul Heyman in that sense. Like when he talks, you listen. Yeah, yeah. especially with with his condition with the Bell's palsy, he he made that work and and uh, you know, yeah, it did a lot good with it. I think. Yeah, I think I think hands down, my favorite moment had to be with Mankind when he got thrown off the cage. Because if it wasn't for Jr., I wouldn't have believed it. You know. <laughs> but oh my god. The man has been broken in half. Yeah, it was just a great moment, and that that was the moment. That was the moment right there. It's like, you know, that's when Mick Foley became Mick Foley. You know, <laughs> and I seen him doing stand up and stuff like that. And damn, he, he talked about it in great detail and stuff like that. And um, I think I told you this already, but I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not. But um, what happened was he said it was it wasn't the first the first time he fell off the cell. That did him in. It was the second time he fell through the cell that did him in. Because um, when, he, when he fell off from, from the outside, he said he was dazed and everything like that. He's like, um, when he's taken on the stretcher, when he got up, that was kind of scripted, but it wasn't 100% scripted. So he was still dazed. He's going back to the ring. They get to the top of the ring. He falls through it. And, and apparently when he fall, fell through it, it was like, untake a choke slam through it. He knocked his head and he was unconscious for a good, for a long while, for, for a good few minutes. And he said the only thing he could remember, the only few things he could remember during that time was he heard the Undertaker whisper to Terry Funk say, check to make sure he's not dead. <laughs> and um, the other thing was, um, what was the other thing that made me laugh as well, um, was that when he, because what happened is like, like Terry Funk's like talking to him and basically he's like he's slowly getting around. He turns the Undertaker and he said, it, it, "This this is what Mick Foley said." Like he turned he, Terry Funk turned the Undertaker. He said, "He's still out. He's still out. He's still out. He's, he's not going to move for a little while." And I guess what Terry Funk said, "Choke slam me." <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He choke slammed him and because they just just because because he said, "Okay, let's try to move out of the ring." He said, "Choke slam me." So he choke slammed him. That wasn't meant to happen. Like, Terry Funk said, just jokes on me. And he did. And when Rick Poe came about, the first thing you saw was a shoe. And he thought to himself, guess what he, guess what he said? He said, where the hell did a shoe come from? 
<laughs> not the fact that he got thrown through the center of the cage, knocked himself out for a good two minutes, and woke up in the middle of the ring saying, oh, God, I really have hurt myself here. Instead, why is there a shoe in the ring? <laughs> and true story. <laughs> on Mick Foley's, oh, uh, for, for anyone who hasn't seen Mick Foley's um, stand-up comic tool sort of thing, you need to go and book it and watch it for yourself. It is a magical thing you will never forget. Especially him talking about Hulk Hogan's um, porn tape as well. That's brilliant. <laughs> when, he's talking, when he's actually described um, Hulk Hogan's penis as like um, Hulk Hogan being um, trying to be choked out and everything like that. He basically <laughs> goes down for, for about to go down for the free count and he basically rises back up and basically starts <laughs> hulking up, brother. No, seriously, that's how you describe it. Basically, a midget referee came out of his cupboard and stuff like that and was <laughs> counting the penis. One, two. It's brilliant. It was brilliant. Oh, God. And speaking of uh, midgets, <laughs> did you see the new trailer for the Leprechaun thing that they got, that uh, WWE's doing? I refuse to watch that. On the, remember, on the basis that I, I personally think that the whole financial problems that WWE have been having with the stock sort of thing. I tell you one thing, one of the things they could do to save a shitload of money is close down fucking WWE studios. What 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 sold me on that was you never guess who's in it. <sighs> is it a wrestler? No, it's a voice actor. Don't tell me Frank. No, no, it's it's Gary Chuck. <laughs> the guy who did the voice of Optimus Primal in uh Beast Wars is in this Oh, with a horrible Irish accent! Didn't he also did the? Did he also do the voice for Grounder for Adventure Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. Wow. He was also in Godzilla. You know, blinking, you missed him. Was, oh yeah, he was. He was yeah, okay, yeah, I think I remember he was in that. It was the Border Patrol guard or whatever the fuck he was, but. No, he was talking to Brian Cranston when they were in the room. Um, he was the only guy. Uh, <laughs> I again, I haven't seen Godzilla since it first came out, so I don't really remember it. But I'm like, wow, you know this is a cheap production when he shows up because he's because you know I love Gary, but his film career goes from the straight to video market, so you you know it's a cheap ass production. <laughs> uh, personally, I. Again, I I talked about this on another podcast about WWE's finances and stuff like that, and and basically I summed it up basically how you can solve the financial problems and stuff like that, but still at the same time, WWE, uh, I don't know, they they they're, they're making some stupid. Because because the problem is like they've no you know WWE Studios is a financial thing when it's just like you know developing movies that come out on TV, uh, not on TV like on in, in theaters, yeah, when they, they don't have wrestlers in them, you know. Just, and 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 I just it pisses me off that they have to go back to that whole oh well you know we're it's WWE we gotta because I think it's a deal I think Vince goes up to them and says hey you gotta put this guy in here he's hot put him in here you know yeah. now, don't worry about the production we can just shoot this in Canada or or or, or uh, Bulgaria or yeah. wherever cheap done done matter you know it's just because I've seen twelve rounds two on a plane and. Holy shit, was that awful? <laughs> well, we still got the Mrs. film coming out. It's like, oh, hey, Ms. Uh, Marine 3 did so good in the DVD sales, we're making another one. With Why? The, <laughs> with the Miz, and we're going to put Summer Rae in it. 
Because her acting in Total Divas <laughs> just wow. <laughs> well, in Total Divas, apparently, um, apparently they made it made made the Marine being out big deal. Apparently, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and it's kind of a shame because I, I, you know, the first Marine movie, yeah, that was a cheesy, dumb movie, but I enjoyed it. it had, Everything else that came after that was shit. Personally, I think it had one good line. The first Marine one that um, the main bad guy was played by the Liquid Terminator, and John Zeus basically <laughs> chasing after him, and one of them made the comment saying, um, saying to him, "My God, this guy's like a Terminator or something," and literally just cut, <laughs> just to do a quick little cut, cut away to um, to his face, and then that was it. I liked it because it it was like it didn't take itself too seriously. It knew it was a dumb fucking action movie and it had fun with it. And but but like oh god, they got Ted DiBiase to do one, and then they got fucking The Miz, and it's just like why, why is this even a thing? <laughs> because it's all about because they got to have money or spend the money, which which was being for the picture anyway. It's like hey look, we got all this money, let's make a film. Is it going to make any money? Probably not, but let's make it anyway. It's kind of sad when the call is like their best, their best grossing movie of of the of the studio. I think that only mainly sold to Harry Berry, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I I kind of agree with you. Like they should at least cut back on, just get rid of WWE Studios because I'm sorry, like we've. I'm. You're wasting so much money making these straight-to-DVD bullshit movies that it's not benefiting anyone. Like it's like, oh, they sell well on on DVD, and it's like, well, people only buy those just because you know they 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 you know the only people that buy those are people who want to like sit down and get drunk and watch something that they don't care about, you know. And even then, it's probably from a bargain bin. True. You know, <laughs> it's just. It's sad. It, it's 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 fucking pathetic and and then you talk about you talk about their their financial stuff well how about you know <clears throat> how about the WWE network you know how how uh I mentioned that didn't, that, yeah. that, that how how that didn't do as well as they had hoped right i spoke about this on another podcast and this is how i described it okay imagine a bullseye and you're an archer and you have you have three you have you have, you have your three bows First bow shot. You you hit you hit your bullseye. Basically, the launch of the WWE Network and WrestleMania was a great success, and you basically made quite a bit of money. You you made quite a bit of money from it, and everyone's happy. So you get your second bow. You pull it. You miss horribly, and what happened? You basically you you miss you miss your bullseye. You kind of hit the target, but you don't get that much. And basically, this sums up to. The bad negotiation TV deals with with um, B Sky B and uh, NBC Universal, and also not meeting your quota for WWE Network subscribers. And another mistake is launching the network and only having it be available in the USA. They um, they have announced that it's coming out in the UK, um, but again, it's not going to be out in the UK probably around about August when SummerSlam is going to be. And even then, it's like you kind of need more than just the U.S. and U.K. market. You kind of yeah. need 
you know, the universal yeah. market. Because I'll be happy to pay, like, a, a subscription yeah. for that. Because I, I think it's a great idea. Because I'm, I'm tired of looking up old, like, crap and finding it, like, in horrible quality on YouTube. I want to see, like, legit full HD, you know, library of videos. But I can't do that because, you know, WWE doesn't think outside the picture, you know, with, with, the, with their thing. Well, they never do. And it's not like, oh, you know, it's not like Netflix or whatever with the whole, you know, licensing crap, but, I mean, it's WWE. WWE yeah. owns WWE, you know? There's there's no one else that owns it, you know? Yeah, and also, if you look at their DVD library, they own a lot of stuff outside their own material as well. I know they own, um, what is it, they own, like, WCW, AWA, um, they own the, recently they got the Co-Cabana wrestling stuff from because they inducted, um, what's his name, into WWE Hall of Fame, that was part of the contract deal. And, um, yeah, like I said, AWA, um, WWCW, Jim Crop, Jim Cropic Productions and stuff like that. To be safe, they even own their own rights to um, Hulk Hogan rock and roll cartoon. <laughs> they got the rights for that, so you know. It's such a shame they, they got the rights for that, but they never released it on DVD. But no holds barred? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? I can imagine they say, for the first time, for the first time, a remastered Hulk Hogan Rock and Roll Cartoon exclusive on WWE Network. <laughs> and you know there's going to be some people out there that's like, oh, I remember that. I'm going to buy it. Because <laughs> I've seen that and it's awful. <laughs> oh, you, you, you don't like the, the fact that basically a bunch of faces and a bunch of heels fight each other and go on adventures <laughs> and parties and theme parks and fight zombies? No, seriously, <laughs> the zombie thing did happen. But yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna leave you with the image of Hulk Hogan <laughs> leg dropping a zombie. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye bye. Right.